0: Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella.
1: And I'm Jill DeWitt, Wood, broadcasting from the place for hot chicken. Did
0: really? Smell you know that? Nashville's uh-huh. a hot chicken place. Uh-huh.
1: And you know what makes it extra hot? It's the extra layer, the thick coating of cayenne pepper. This is this is one of the things that Nashville's known for is hot chicken. So you better believe. This weekend, yeah. I am getting some hot chicken. I need to know what this is all I think that
0: should about. start tonight. All right. What do you think? That would be great. Joe had a little cold, but she doesn't have it now because...
1: You know, hot chicken would probably get rid of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you had a Michigan cold.
1: Maybe a, a Michigan just, or Ohio. Uh,
0: we came, Well, it's probably the same thing. There we go. I was uh, constantly having cold and flew my entire childhood. I really? moved to Arizona. Stopped. Entirely, huh. Completely stopped. Completely
1: interesting. Thank you. Before we get into it, let's, let's take a, a question.
0: question posted by one of the uh, members on our landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Last year, a ton of Land Academy members uh, came to us needing extra help that last, final, extra push to get their mailer in the mail. So, so many people came to us with it. We created a product called Concierge Data. Check it out at offers, the number two owners.com we will do your mailer for you right up to pricing it at the very end. Hundreds of people use this product, by the way.
1: Love it. All right. Peter C. wrote and then I have a I have a response to this, too. So good morning, everyone. So one second, I'm trying to hold back a sneeze. Okay. so we have a good deal with a signed purchase agreement that we just applied to get deal funding uh, this morning. So a timing question. Do you guys wait to set things up with the title company until after you've confirmed that you have funding for your deal or Do you go ahead and set things up with the title company immediately? So Kevin, our moderator, wrote in here, if you rush to the title company, you'll need to get another purchase agreement signed when you get your funding partner lined up. I like to get the verbal agreement with the seller and then get the funding partner on board. Then I have a PA, the purchase agreement, with the funding partner as buyer signed by the seller. Most funding partners will prefer I hold title in their name. Then I send it to the title company with all the contact information. I can do that in two to three days. Days. You know, honestly, personally, I like when they already have it in title. I think that makes me happy. And if you, on your purchase agreement, have a version of an assignees or something like that, then you don't have to worry about it. Then I can come in as the, as the assignee, as the funder.
0: I completely agree with you. Um, I don't necessarily agree with Kevin's way, although Kevin is very, very successful. He's a moderator. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know Kevin really well, so and he's always yeah. in, di- in Discord all over the place. What Kevin's way doesn't accomplish is immediacy. So you want to tell the seller, yep, I'm opening escrow. Here's the uh, the escrow number. We are going to move forward with this transaction, and please wait to hear from Sally Smith, the uh, escrow agent. Mm-hmm. She should be calling you today. You can, and it's much easier to do this. If you, if you have an escrow agent you've done a bunch of deals with, they're going to say, oh, yeah, that's Jill's deal again. Mm-hmm. Jill, she, does, she does this all the time, um, and it's going to be fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Great question, uh, and you can do it both either way. Mm-hmm. But purchase agreements, like purchase agreements to us investors are teetering on insignificant although yeah you probably should have one and but if you in the rest of the world the real estate world purchase agreements are this golden thing that everybody coddles you know mm-hmm. because they're so set up to force you to do a transaction once you sign it that's mm-hmm. just not the way we do it as investors a real estate agent purchase agreement is a quarter of an inch thick ours is a single piece of paper oh no that's and, funny. Um, so if you come to us as real estate agent everybody's this is a great because this is I'm talking about show. making land transactions too Dude. difficult why
1: don't you start the show entirely? Today's it in? topic? Yeah.
0: Making land transactions too difficult. This is the meat of the show. Brilliant. A purchase agreement needs to be one page to buy and sell a piece of real estate, not a quarter of an inch. Well, Jack. How did they become a quarter of an inch? A bunch of lawyers got involved at the state level um, because case after case of lawsuits and lawsuits and upon lawsuits for certain things be- made a contract like a lead based paint a quarter of an inch thick. The vast majority of the stuff doesn't apply. There's all kinds of financing contingencies, it doesn't apply to us. We don't get financing. So, right. uh, that's uh, one great beginning example of making stuff too hard mm-hmm. what the show is really about in my opinion is uh, relatively intelligent people who maybe have a little dash of OCD or uh, some related pro- mental problem I know about this because you know I might be, may or may not be one of those people mm-hmm. can make things too difficult I'm going to tell a very quick story about how I got into the land business and it's this very exact reason when I got out of school uh I was a commercial real estate agent, full commission commercial real estate agent, and I decided to specialize because nobody was doing it in long-term care facilities, like nursing homes and assisted living facilities. And and I ended up ended up being a great decision. I made a ton of money and learned a lot, and ultimately graduated myself into, you know, graduated myself from some of the most complicated real estate transactions there ever was, like buying and selling a post-acute hospital, to some of the simplest real estate transaction there ever was buying and selling land with one agreement. There's me, the buyer, there's the seller, there's a purchase agreement and there's the title company. There's no financing. There's no real estate agents. There's no, uh, um, uh, lender. There's no inspector. I, I, you take out all of that stuff. And that, that came out of me, uh, Buying and selling a post acute hospital takes a year. You've got to get the federal government's approval, the state approval. There's all kinds of payors, uh, and on and on and on and on. So, this this topic is near and dear to my heart because it's look the simplest the, the simplest answer is almost always the right answer. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking on the on the uh, advanced call a couple of days ago about a specific transaction that a person was doing and they wanted to get everybody else's opinion uh, and he had a great solution and i was happy with that i'm like wow that's Brian. a fantastic way to do this deal. Right. And there are a few other people that piped in and said, well, have you considered doing this? So everybody's agreed. Mm-hmm. The seller's agreed. The price is great. He's shared the spread with us. It's a mm-hmm. easy six-digit um, profit margin deal for him. Right. The seller's happy. He had a few contingencies. And then other people in the group piped in and started saying, well, have you considered doing it this way? Have you considered doing it this way? Right. And through which I kind of just turned the mic off and said, To Jill, I don't uh I don't get it. Yeah, why are we complicating this?
1: That was the whole point. Everybody was adding adding layers upon layers of extra work. I'm like, why are they doing Mm -hmm. it? So I thought about this before this show. I said, why? You
0: actually planned? Does this happen? You did some research?
1: I do on every show. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I, I thought, I'm like, why does this come up? And I was thinking, yeah, two things. One, one is that you reminded me it's just their personality. And two is, I really, this is my other thing, I think this is more prevalent, that they're just used to doing houses or something like that, and it's just, or that's all they know. You know, that's all they know. Maybe they've never even bought and sold a house, like, as an investor, but they've done it for themselves. And they know, if I don't sit down and take an hour to sign, then then that's not right what do you mean it's one page so the the point of it is for me today is i i i err on the other side i try hard to take things out i try hard when i talk to my sellers to not complicate things i tell them whatever it is i'm gonna take care of it we don't need you know and if you have any questions let me know and and any forms that you get, you don't understand. Call me, and when they do call me and go, what am I? Why am I doing this? What's
0: Lead-based paint.
1: Right? Or why am I? I'm like, I know. Trust me, it doesn't make any sense either. This particular agent wants to include the COVID clause that you and I are signing that we're not gonna we're, sue anybody over COVID. Never mind. You and I are never gonna meet. <laughs> And you and I are, are not gonna stand on the property at the same time and be within six feet of each other too, but we need to both to sign the COVID thing. And they're like, okay, got it. You know, just little things like that. It's just, uh, it's it, it, it angers me a little bit that people don't take a step back uh, and really look at the big picture and only do what is necessary. And just some people like to throw, maybe it's two, I have a third reason. Maybe they just want to feel more important. Maybe the bigger the stack and the more that's going on, they just feel like they accomplished a bunch of stuff. I don't know.
0: Oh, that's true. Okay. Let's take a, bi- a few steps even further back. Why can something so easy be so profitable? People get hung up on that.
1: Oh, Oh, I should work for it. the type of yes. Oh, if I'm here's making the, eighty grand, I should work for it. No, the, not necessarily. Here's the type
0: of personality that has that has this. this That's That brilliant. internalizes this type of stuff. Software engineers might work two years on one portion of a new uh, app or software that comes out, and you know, and get paid for it. Hopefully, oh, huh. this takes three weeks and to make that much money, and all you did was sign your name a few times and chose the right escrow agent. And sent sent the right mailer out. Noted. So something that's this profitable should be harder. And so people subconsciously make it harder.
1: That makes a lot of sense. I can see that. I guess there's
0: a lot of reasons why. Jill's personality type, and I'm not joking or being facetious, is not that type of person. Jill goes into everything saying, well, wait a minute. It's this easy? Well, I'm going to even make it easier, and I'm going to do two of them. Yeah. And so, an accountant or an engineer, like my personality type, is like, wait a second, let's make sure it's all all the I's are uh, dotted and the Ts are crossed. Uh, I don't want to make it complicated, but I am going to read all this stuff and go through it. And so, you got to decide who you are. Then, there's my final point is, and I really, this is really important. You don't want to skip along the top and let everybody else do the work, the escrow agent, and, and just sign everything really quickly and say, I don't care what it says, I'm signing it. Sure. Uh, and you don't want to do that. You need to learn how to do this, especially when you're new, and read everything and get into Discord and ask everybody all kinds of questions. That's why you're a Land Academy member, right. because there's a ton of us that have been where, right where you are. So you have to ask yourself who you are. But making this real complicated will end in a brick wall. Making it too easy, brick wall. So. But make it, you know, as you go. Thank you. Easier is better.
1: Happy to join us today, five days a week. You can find us here on the Land Academy Show.
0: Tomorrow's Jack Thursday. And I'm going to talk about why hope is not a business model. You are not alone in your real estate ambition.
1: I love that, by the way. I can't wait to talk about that. I have some stuff to say. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Hey, and make sure you connect with us on Clubhouse. We are there on the first and third Thursday of every month at, I believe it is one o'clock Pacific time. But you know what? Check it for yourself. Go to Clubhouse. (laughs) Find the land investing group. That's us. Follow the group. Find Jack, find myself, follow us, and then you will know for sure because you will see the schedule. So, it's, But it is the first and third Thursday of every month and join us. It's like a live radio broadcast. You get to raise your hand, ask us questions. It's pretty darn fun. This one now loves it.
0: Yeah, it's like having your own radio show. Yeah. It's really good to have. This is one-way communication into the camera. It's great to have two-way communication.
1: Exactly. We are Jack and Jill. Information. And inspiration.
0: To buy undervalued property.